0: Blessings. I'd like to thank the leadership of the church for this opportunity. let also thank the youth fellowship for this opportunity to share the word of God. Shout our head for prayer. Our Lord, the most gracious Father, I thank you so much for this morning. I pray that as I'm about to share your word, every word that comes forth will not be for me, O Lord, but then from you, O Lord. I pray for your spirit to take control over me. I avail myself to you as an empty vessel to be used by you, O Lord. I also pray that as the word comes forth, it will come with understanding, it will come with its purpose, that it shall fulfill whatever that it has to fulfill. I thank you and I bless you in Jesus' name. I pray, thanksgiving. Amen. So our theme for this youth week is a fruitful vine. And then on Wednesday, we are blessed by two brethren from the youth fellowship, but that's Brother Justin and sister Nene where they, they looked at a fruitful vine and then I also touched on fruitfulness and faithfulness. But then this morning I'll be talking about how do we bear fruit and then the purpose of fruit bearing. First of all, let's um kind have on the board John fifteen, four verse eight. New King James please. John fifteen forty eight. I read Abide in me and I in you, as the branch Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He will abide in me, and I in him bear much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out of a branch, and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Amen. So as I said, we'll be looking at how do we bear fruit and the purpose of fruit bearing. Before I start, let's first look at what fruit are we bearing? Is it oranges or pineapples? So in Galatians five, twenty two, verse thirty three, points out the fruit that we are supposed to bear as Christians. Can I have Galatians 522 22-23 on the board, please? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Amen. So one may ask, how do I bear much fruit? It's by abiding in the Word of God because it states clearly in john 15 verse 4 that you have to abide in the lord john 15 verse 4 please you have to abide in the lord so you may ask can a branch grow or develop on its own no unless it's abide or attached with the divine i'm wondering or i don't know if anyone has seen a branch growing out of nowhere Maybe the city is sitting on, Then a branch will just stop developing or going out of it. No way. You have to abide in the Lord. Yes, Jesus Christ is the vine. Our God is the vine, and we are the branches. There is no way we will bear fruit if you are not attached. There is no way we will bear fruit if you don't remain in the Lord. There is no way we will bear fruit if you don't abide in the Lord. Also, going down, one may ask, what are the ways that I can abide in the Lord? We are saying abide in the, abide in the Lord. What can I do to abide in the Lord? First is through prayer, and yeah, I'm not pray- talking about prayer that we know as Christians. You wake up, are supposed to say thank you, Lord, in the evening, thank you, Lord. Or you only pray when you find yourself in circumstances, or you only pray when you want something for God. No, when it comes to prayer, it should be a constant thing. You should develop a relationship. If you have a prayer relationship with God. You can't just go to Lord when you want something, or you can't just pray because you are asked to pray it should be something that you are supposed to do you can't abide in the lord when you don't pray for instance you have a friend and you always communicate with him how do you communicate with him You call the person, when you see the person, talk to the person, make sure you hear from the person every day. You can't say you abide or remain in the Lord when you don't pray. How do you communicate with your father when you claim you abide in the Lord, but then you don't pray? You don't hear from the Lord, but then you say, I'm a branch. No, you can only be a branch. You can only remain or abide in the Lord through prayer. And when it comes to prayer, it's not only you always praying. Ask yourself, do you hear from God? When you pray, communication is two way. You don't just give out information. So for instance, a company has a product and they want to publish it. When they bring out their product to their consumers, they don't only speak to them, but they also take feedback from them on the product because of because communication is two ways so as they give or they speak about the product, they also take feedback from the people on how they should go about the product that's the same way with prayer you can't always pray you can't always talk to someone and you don't hear from him one may ask how do i hear from god i mean when i was little i thought um when i prayed to god then i hear god saying rebecca i've answered your prayers i'll do it for you and everything that's what i actually thought but then You can also read your Bible. When you study your Bible, you get a feedback from God. When you study and meditate the word, you get a feedback from God. So another step, another way to abide in the Lord is through studying and meditation on the word. Let's look at Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen. So studying the word doesn't have it, just reading the Bible. Before I came, Reverend Dennis made mention is that everybody can read the Bible everyone even muslims can read their bible but as a christian how do you study or meditate on the word do you just read something to say the lord is my shepherd i shall not want then you go no you spend much more quality time with the lord jesus christ if you want to abide with the lord when you pray and you want feedback you study the word when you study and meditate on the word trust me you shall receive whatever you want to hear from god Feedback from God doesn't only come from prayer. When you read the Bible, when you study the word of God, you shall get answers from the Lord. Amen. Amen. The next step will be fellowship, fellowshipping with one another. Can we look at First Corinthians fifteen, verse thirty three? It says, Do not be deceived evil company corrupts good habits so as christians as youth as elderly people we find ourselves at schools also find ourselves at workplaces and we can be like i'm a christian i pray i read my bible i'm strong enough so it doesn't matter who i find myself with trust me it does matter because as you fellowship with them as you communicate with them as you listen to them whether you like it or not, whatever they is, you hear it, and it sticks to you. And you wonder for one or two ways. You don't plan to do certain things. But the next time you find yourself doing it, and you ask yourself how, it's the company that you keep with yourself. At workplace, sometimes, so they know me, on Wednesdays, they'll be like, hey, Rebecca, are you going to church? Then they start laughing. It's fine. Sometimes in school, too, maybe you are with your friends. Maybe there's a the music that is going on. Maybe this telenovelas that is upcoming, or maybe there's a movie coming, they are discussing about it. Don't say, oh, I don't watch it, or I don't, I I don't watch it, or anything, so let me just stay with them. No. You have to detach yourself from it. You can say, oh, I'm good enough, I know what I'm doing, because I'm strong, I do it. No. Don't deceive yourself. You, they can influence you, whether you like it or not their mind is sharp enough and their ears is sharp enough. So as anyone speaks to you, whatever they say, whether you like it or not, it sticks. For instance, there are some music that you listen to it, you'll be like, oh, I'm not dancing to it, I'm not doing anything to it. But the next moment, you realize that, you start singing it without realizing or without thinking that you want to sing it. But it starts ringing a bell in your head and you start singing it. That's the same way that when you keep company that are evolved friends that will correct your good habits. Whether you like it or not, it gets to you and you start acting that way. Amen. Amen. Let's also look at second Corinthians six verse fourteen. Second Corinthians six verse fourteen. Corinthians 6 verse 14. Second Corinthians 6 verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship as righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion as light with darkness? As Christians, we know we are the light of the world, and we are also the salt. And it says that, and what communion as light with darkness? As a Christian, you know the people around you by the way they speak, by the way they act. And you find yourself around them and be like, oh, they are my friends. I can't leave them. The Bible says you should make friends, so I'm making friends. No. 2 Corinthians 6.14 makes you understand that. You shouldn't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what's fellowship as righteousness with lawlessness? And what's communion as light with darkness? And glory be to God, we have fellowship in this church. This week, God be so good, the women went on their camp, and then the youth also had their youth week. Ask yourself, why did I miss the youth week? I mean, we had activities from Monday to Saturday. Ask yourself, what happened for me to miss this fellowship? I mean, we can come up with excuses, to be honest, and it will make 100% sense to you that, oh, I went to work, I was tired, I had a lot to do, so I couldn't make it, I'm in school, I'm about to write exams, I have to, I'm not saying do not study, you have to study. But then, it says that, for what fellowship as such as with it's you must make an effort you must make an effort as a Christian, as a child of God, if you really want to abide or remain in the Lord. It's about effort that you make. You can come up with every excuse or every reason that you have, and it will make sense because you are tired, the body needs rest. Or maybe my house, the church is far, or maybe I didn't have money to come, or I wasn't feeling so well, or everything. Fine, but try your possible best. Try to pass part- Prioritize the relationship with God. Remember that for me to abide in God, I must go extra mile. I must put extra effort to make sure that I do my best to be able to abide in the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, the way that we can bear fruit is through abiding or remaining in the Lord, and through that is through three things that I mentioned: is through prayer and through studying and meditation of the Word. And then through fellowship. Moving on to the next one the purpose of fruit bearing. Shall we look at um, John 15, verse 8? I read By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you be my disciples. I don't know if it said, By this you shall be glorified. By this your friend shall be glorified. It says that by this my father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. And at the beginning we look at the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, long suffering. And also um we can also glorify God through the things that He gives us. We shouldn't do things or oh, For instance, the drama that they did, they had their talents. One had talent to sew, one had talent to sing, and the rest. Don't think you are singing for people to glorify you. That is a bad perception. Because everything that we do, we should have it in mind that we are doing this for our Father to be glorified. We are doing this for people to see the glory of the Lord in us. So, wherever you find yourself, for instance, you are in school, you are good in mathematics, you are good in chemistry. And a friend comes to you oh i'm not really good in mathematics i'm not really good in french or any subjects can you please assist me once you assist the person the person doesn't need to tell you something but the glory of the lord is seen in you because through you the person will know that the father or the lord that you serve has given you this intelligence for you to assist me to understand something that i don't understand so for this, you are showing the glory of the Lord to the person without you noticing. Someone comes to you, maybe you have money. I mean, the youth fellowship comes to you, you are raising funds and those things. Like, oh, every day the youth fellowship, they want money. No. We are also doing this to glorify the Lord. And with this, they are exhibiting their talent that the Lord has given to them. And all this, the Lord is glorified. We know that they are exhibiting the talent that the Lord has given to them to us and not to keep it to themselves. So through helping others, the Lord's, glo- the Lord's name shall be glorified. Amen. Let's look at Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Amen. Purpose of fruits bearing. I read, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world, A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand that it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. So then again, I use these examples. You find yourself at the workplace or you find yourself in school. Because you are afraid or because you are scared or because of the company or the people that you keep around you, Anytime there's, they decide to discuss about something, you feel shy or feel like, oh, I'm the only person who is a Christian or I'm the only person that is so, so much in the Lord, so let me just keep quiet and then listen to them to flow. No, you are not letting your light shine. As a light of the world, you are supposed to stand out no matter what. I mean, as fruit of the spirit, long suffering is as you must stand out no matter where you find yourself. You may find yourself with your friends where they start talking about those secular music and you have no idea. So, because you want to be with them or you want to be called their friends, you also try to listen to their song or you also try to sing whatever they are singing to you. You are not letting your light shine. You are dimming your light, and your father will not be glorified in that. So, if you want your father to be glorified, if you want your father to be glorified in you, make sure you stand out. Remember, you are the salt of the world. Remember, you are the light of the world. Stand out no matter what you find yourself. If your friends decide not to talk to you, your friends decide not to listen to you, your friends decide not to talk to you. Don't worry. Your father is your friend. You can speak to him, and he will definitely give you a better friend than you thought you had. Those friends. And also, one may ask, we must abide in the Lord by connecting and fellowshipping or studying the Word. The flesh. The works of the flesh are the things that detach us from the Lord. Let's look at Galatians 5:19 to 21. The things that detach us from the Lord, the things that doesn't make us to grow, I read. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, yes. Envy, murders, drunkenness, reverence, revival and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past time, in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, amen. So these are the works of the flesh. You may say, I read my Bible, I meditate on the Word, I make sure I come to every fellowship where I find myself. But then, you envy one another. You are always like, oh, I wish to be like this person. Why do I find myself here? God, you could have given me this parent. God, you could have given me that. No, it's the flesh. It's the works of the flesh. You have jealousy. You hate your friend because your friend reported you in class that you were making noise. So, I hate you. No. As a child of God, if you want a father to be glorified, it says that you must not... The f- things of the flesh are envy, murder, hatred, and jealousies. So try to avoid these things as the flesh. So once you try your possible best to avoid this, that is through prayer. You can pray to God to help you to avoid this thing. You make sure you study your friends. You make sure you associate yourself with people who will advise, who will encourage you to do better and then make sure you don't miss any fellowship. You try your best. This upcoming week we have convention coming up. Make sure you don't find any excuse not to miss it because you find thousand and one excuses to miss or to have a reason not to come for this upcoming convention. So I pray that as we've heard the word, we shall change or grow more to be a better Christian, for our Father to be glorified. Amen. Shall bow our head for prayer. Our Lord, the most gracious Father, I thank you for your word. I bless you. I pray that as your word comes forth, we shall not be only hearers of your word, but always doers of your word. We pray that as we come to you to, instead in studying and meditating on your word, we pray for the Holy Spirit, to lead us. We pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us. We pray that as your word has come to us, it's going to direct us to walk in the right path. And at the end of the day, your name will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, thanksgiving. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 God bless you, Sister Rebecca. Uh, Please, Ambassador, I want someone to help me with this. A all at the background. Okay. Peace and blessings again. Uh, it's a blessing to be in front of everyone on this wonderful Sunday to share God's word. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious moment in time in your presence. Even as your word says, Lord, that in your presence there is fullness of life, of joy. And in your right hand there are pleasures forevermore, Lord. We pray, Lord, that we receive this joy, Lord. And will receive this pleasure. And even as your word says, Lord, that the entrance of your word brings light and illumination. We pray, Lord, that our heart, Lord, will be prepared, Lord, to receive your light that will illuminate and also rid us of any darkness within us. We pray, Lord, also that even as your word says, Lord, that even as your word says, Lord, He said, You have given me the tongue of a linear that I'll speak a word in season. That it will liberate your people, Lord. I pray, Lord, that this scripture will manifest. I pray, Lord, that your will be done. I pray, Lord, that you lose me of myself. That your spirit, Lord, the spirit of excellence, Lord, will fill me. That the words that I will speak will be life, Lord. And it will be a blessing to all of us. In Jesus' name we pray, thanksgiving. Amen. Amen, amen. amen and amen. Amen. I want to salute. <laughs> God bless you very much. Amen. And Pastor Bim Pong. And mama you and also auntie Coco. she's not here she's been a blessing and reverend answer they've all been a blessing to me let's not I'll share a little about my life I remember the first time that I came to C FCC even I uh, mean growing up I was uh, with Anglican and all but I knew that there was something within uh, there was a hand within me I wanted to catch something but I don't know how so I remember I came here I was invited by Ragofred. Godfred yeah, it's no more. It's with Vieri, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he still comes here when he comes. Yeah, I was invited and I came here, and I remember the the message that Osifo preached. The first time that I came here, I saw a message walking uh, in all pleasing to God. That was the uh, the theme for the church within that year. And the, as the message came after Osifo gave an altar call. And I'm, I was somebody who was very scared to even stand in front of people. But I don't know what pulled me. And I gave my life to Jesus. Amen. And I can tell you that the next day I was even in church. I wanted more. I learned that there is something called Faith Builders. So I came and I joined the Faith Builders class. Summer Faith Builders. And I was coming here consistent. That time I was in SHS. Amen. And I can tell you that what I received was so much great. It was a blessing. Because every time I received something... And because of that, I noticed that there was a stirring within me. I loved the things of God more. I joined fellowship on campus. We're praying, and that was even one of the experiences where I received the gift of the Holy Spirit. I started praying in tongues and all. And it was a marvelous occasion, I remember. Even trying to share the word at that moment. Because I knew that there was something within me. I knew that there was something within me. I was made a prefect, and I started even sharing. At least every time I wanted to just share something. And the journey has been so great. When I completed, I went to the university, and it was with the help of the church, amen. And I went there. I was placed in the hall called Kisley Fort. Uh, when I was going there, someone told me that this hall yeah, is full of ruffians and people who are very stubborn. Yeah, we call ourselves stubborn, <laughs> the <Kassodians. laughs> So, But I told myself that there is something great within me, amen, and it must manifest wherever I step my foot on So I remember even when I got to that place, the next day, my roommates had to share the gospel to them because I want Christ himself to capture their heart because if I don't take care, they might also try to lead me astray. So I shared the gospel and they gave their life to Jesus. Amen. So I started preaching even on my floor. I'll be going to their rooms and be preaching Jesus. Sometimes you go to some of their rooms and you see ladies barely naked. Sometimes There are a lot of things that happen on campus. But because i was having that desire i knew that god himself would use me so i started sharing on the floors so it became like a normal norm that the people on the floor knew me so they started calling me ochapi (laughs) ochapi and if somebody is doing something bad they'll come to me they'll say hey ochapi hey (laughs) this guy or shop will (laughs) know so by god's grace i became like a standard on my floor so if there's anything they'll come to me and i also Joined the fellowship on campus. By God, I became the evangelism director. I started sharing the word uh, little by little. I became the vice president of the all fellowship. That time, those times we were even very crazy. We were doing, we we're going for do broadcasting. We'll be shouting, sharing the word, and all. And I remember even I invited Osafu one day to come. Amen. He saw the seed when he came. We had a crusade, and it was a great blessing for the all. A lot of people gave their lives, and I can tell you that some of the fruits that Osufo sown, amen, those fruits are remaining, amen. And those are very, those some of them, if they try to tell me their experience, they'll, they'll tell me that it was when Osufo came and Osufo came to share the word that transformed them. And I can tell you that God Himself also worked, amen. So God Himself blessed us, God Himself, has blessed. God Himself, God has blessed me a lot, amen, through this church, and I believe that even as the message can it also be a blessing to us amen yeah so we'll be sharing i want to just give a charge we have learned a lot about fruitfulness and the whole Lord, but the lord laid upon my heart that we should give a charge based on the fruitfulness that he has called us to so i'm just going to just give us a charge amen uh, so my main scripture is in colossians chapter 1 verse 9 to 11 He says for this cause since we also since we had it do not cease to pray for you and do desire that we ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye walk worthy unto the lord unto all pleasing amen walk worthy unto the lord in all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god strengthening with all his might according to his glorious power unto all patience long suffering with joyfulness amen so paul was saying that at the moment that he had the faith of the people he had that mm, these people are connected to christ the bible says that he did not cease praying it means that it was something that he was doing it constantly because he knew that what there was something that will manifest through what they have received so he says that what their desire was that they be filled with what the knowledge of his world in all wisdom and understanding. They be filled with the what? With spiritual knowledge in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And because of that, because of the knowledge that we have, we'll be able to walk worthy unto the Lord in all pleasing. And because of that, we'll be fruitful in every good work. Amen. So even as the knowledge of God comes to us, automatically it helps us to what? Be able to analyze things. It helps us to be able to know the things that God Himself wants for us. And because of that, we can what? Become fruitful. Personally, I can even share my experience while I was sitting here and Ossovo was ministering. The Lord Himself laid upon my heart that He wants me to join the children's ministry. Amen. So, the moment after I heard it, I just went there directly. I went there and I told Auntie Mercy that, Auntie Mercy, this is what the Lord has laid upon my heart. I want to just share. Amen. I want to be with the children. I want to share the word of God with them. And I can tell you that it didn't just, it was not easy at first. It was not easy. But the Lord himself, because he has laid that thing within me, there was a stirring within me to be able to do what he himself has placed within me. Amen. So it means that we need to have knowledge. We need to have knowledge. We need to have wisdom. No spiritual understanding. That is why it's very important as we youth, that we need to always be under the feet of our pastors. Amen. Uh, I remember even when after some time that I've given my life and all, I remember I came to Sofu, Reverend Pastor Bimpo, Reverend Bimpo, I told him that i still feel like that i need more so he told me that there is a discipleship class that i have to join so i joined that class and i learned about the basis of discipleship about we denying our flesh and a whole lot of things and i can tell you that through that experience it really gave me yeah it really it's like it opened up myself my heart to a lot of things that god himself has placed within me to be able to use me for his will amen and I believe that we need to also have that thing. It's something that we need to have constantly. And even as we have mentioned the fruit, the fruit basically is about the results that we bear, we produce, because of what? What God himself has placed within us. The resource of what we carry. And that is that fruit. That is that fruit. And if you read in Romans chapter 15 verse six, it says that what? We should bear fruit that will remain. It means that the legacy or the things that we set up should leave a mark. That wherever you go, people will say that, mm, because this person came here there is a particular change there is something that has been left amen and even as i'm saying for me personally i also joined the children ministry back on campus Uh, it was 24 the number was around 10 or 15. nearly i joined and was made a coordinator i told myself that we'll get more than 50 children amen and to the glory of god we had about 80 plus we even organized a crusade even on campus for children We had more than 400 to 500 people, children coming, and their lives were transformed. Amen. And I believe that God himself also wants us to what? Bear fruit based on what we have been given, based on what we carry. And I remember last year when the was praying, he says that Usofo wanted to see. He was praying that he will see himself in some of us, but he doesn't see much. Amen. But I believe that we carry that thing. Amen. The word that they have been given unto us, they are seeds that have been planted. We just need to run with it. Amen. And one thing we have to also understand is that we cannot do it by our strength. The Bible says that it's not by mind, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit. The Spirit of God within us is able to help us, propel us to do those things. So if you read in Romans chapter 11, verse 18, it says, Do not boast about being better than the other branches. If you boast, remember that you do not support the roots, but the root supports us. The root supports the, the, the branches. Amen. And the branches, because the root is able to produce a sap, the sap is able to enter through the branches and is able to produce the fruits. So even as Rebecca, our sister, came to share that, we need to abide with God. It means that our life must be rooted in Him, connected to Him, grounded. So if our life is grounded in Him, it means that that thing within, that sap within can also flow through us. And we can be able to what? Also, produce the fruit that God Himself wants to what? see through us. Amen. And in Isaiah chapter 27, verse 2 to 3, it says, In that day, sing about the fruitful vine. The Lord, I am His keeper. I water it continually. I will guard it day and night so that no one can disturb it. Amen. So it says that we should sing about the fruitful vine. The Lord is His keeper. The Lord is His keeper. So it is God who is able to cause us to what? Bear the fruit that we need, and even as you say, we need to connect ourselves to Him. And if you read in the Bible from Genesis going in Genesis chapter one verse twenty-eight, it gave a charge after He has created Adam and He told them that was be fruitful. That was the first charge that He gave to them. It's not really about producing child or children or anything. It's about they what becoming fruitful. And as we mentioned, it's about you increasing whatever God Himself has placed within you. There must be an increase in that. Amen. And in, if you read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 9 verse 1, it says that, And God blessed the and His sons, and He said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth. Be fruitful and multiply. It's a charge that God Himself has given unto Him. And because of that, fruitfulness will be able to what? multiply and replenish the earth. So that was after the fall of man. Amen. And in Genesis chapter 49, verse 22, that is where the Lord himself stirred my heart. While I discussed with the National Executive where we got our team, he says that Joseph is a, a descendant from a fruitful vine. A fruitful vine planted near springs of water. Its branches climb over walls. Amen. He says that Joseph is a fruitful vine. It means that there is something so wonderful about Joseph. And if you check his life, he was someone that... He was enjoying the comfort of his father. All of a sudden, he was taken into a pit. He was removed. He thought, oh, his brothers are freed him. Not knowing they were already transacting with some people, the Ishmaelites. And they took him to where? Egypt. And in Egypt, he got a very nice place, Potiphar. He was in the house and he was enjoying everything very well. And all of a sudden, there was some kind of temptation. Potiphar's wife came and he was saying oh you can have me and do everything to, you can't do anything to me but he one thing: that what how can i do this wicked thing against my lord amen because of what he knew what he has heard from his dad about what what is within him so he can't what? he can't compromise a lot of us the youth we compromise the lord we feel like oh everything this is the world that we are in so we can perform everything but the bible says that we should not be conformed amen because the more you conform the more it's like you become part of the world the world also sees themselves through you and because of that they can't just bring anything to you and you will accept it right now those lgbt and all those things are just compounding because a lot of people are conforming and even christians are also saying those same things they believe that oh it is right to do those things so after you are what sin is like after he was there and all those things they had to run he had to flee the bible says that we should flee from Luke 4 last, 2 Timothy 2, verse 22. So he had to flee. And later when Potiphar came, the lady mentioned a very nice story to her that this guy tried that you he brought here, this servant, tried to do this thing with me. And because of that, he was placed in the pit. He was placed in what? A dungeon or a prison. And while he was there, because of the grace that he carried, the Lord himself was able to what? Bless him even in the sight of the worlding. And God was able to even propel him to even interpret dreams, and he was even what called to Pharaoh to interpret his dream. And because of that, he was able to what save a nation during famine. He was able to give advice and all because of what he carried. Amen. Because of what he carried, and because of that, even when his father was giving him blessings, and if you read in Genesis chapter forty-nine. From the first verse, it talks about Reuben and all. Those people were the people that were supposed to receive the first fruit blessings. But because they compromised, Reuben, even though he was of age, even though he was the young, the strongest and all, he did something which was very bad. He slept with his father's, what, wife, one of his father's wife, even in time when his father was mourning. He slept with him, and because of that, there was only a care that was given to him. Simon and Levi. The Bible says that these people, you shouldn't even try to enter into their council. They had to kill a whole tribe of people because someone did something to their, their sister. And because of that, there was no blessing that was laid upon them. And for Joseph, he says that what? Joseph is a fruitful vine. A fruit of vine planted near springs of water his branches climb over walls it means that his influence is beyond where he was he, what, he is it means that it goes beyond and as believers the bible says that our light must shine it must shine everywhere so that the glory of god what will be revealed god has called us to be light wherever we find ourselves even in our places people must see that what there is something unique about you they must know that there is something unique they must know that mm, this person, even though people are fol- following the, st- the status quo, they are doing things which are not right. They feel like, oh, right now, this is the Ghana that we are in. There must some- be something that is unique about you. And even the younger ones, for us who are in school, there are a lot of things that we go through. For us, when we were growing up, we were not even challenged by all those things. Right now, phones it has become very, very common. And a lot of us spend time more to it than even studying the world. And because of that, we are not able to what? Make that impact. But it says that what? His branches climb over walls. So it means that even in your school, you should be able to make an impact wherever you, you, you are. I remember even when I went for my service at Kimbu to have my national service there. Because of what I left, one of the teachers, he told me that since you left that class, that you, it's like almost everyone went to the university. it seems like amen to the glory of god and i remember one of my friends called me he said timothy if not because of you i will not be where i am amen so even at that place the lord himself used me amen it was able to bless a lot see he told me that Timothy, we have not had a crop of people like your people who were able to excel who were able to do a lot of wonderful things and because of that they were just taking me some of the teachers will come to me then they'll take me to their classes to introduce me that this person was here he did very well in the school he did this and that and i believe that we can also leave a mark i believe some of us we have even prefership positions and all those things we can leave a dem- indelible mark and wherever we find ourselves our career and everything there must be something it must go beyond ourselves amen it must go beyond ourselves and that is what brings god's glory and for those of us i mentioned because the Bible says that what is like a fruitful vine planted near springs of water, its branches scale over all. And if you read in Psalm one one verse one to three, in the English Standard Version, it says that how blessed is the person who does not take advice of the wicked, who does not stand on the path of sinners, who does not sit in the seat of mockers, but he delights in the Lord's instruction and meditates in his instruction day and night. It will be like a tree planted by the streams of water, yielding its fruit in season. And whose sleep does not wither. He will prosper in everything he does. Amen. So this is likened to that one. He says that he delights in the lost instruction. How many of us delights in the lost instruction? When we wake up very much, most of the times for the youth, we only go to Netflix. We want to just check the new things. Paul says that what? Even though all things are lawful, not all things edify. Amen. Those things sometimes drain you. Just like I was telling one of the youth that you are watching so much things. You are just you are just bringing things into your eye, and those things will never make you fruitful because all, th- all those things are what? part of our senses and they are those that the enemy can use they are those that the enemy can use so if you want to be fruitful it means that what? we will not find ourselves in the midst of people that will not help us even as Rebecca mentioned that we don't need to, what? yoke with those people If you look at the meaning of yoke, it means that what? Even as they are moving, the the yoke is placed on cattle so that they will graze together. They will be able to plow a land. So if one is moving to this side, it means that the other must follow. So it means that if you are yoked with them, it means that you are also doing the same thing. If they are moving to this direction, you are moving to that direction. But it says that we should not do that thing. We should not sit in their midst. But we should delight in the Lord's instruction. And meditate on the instruction, as she mentioned. Day in and day out. It should be something... So wonderful. I remember when the Lord Himself wanted to break me down break me down. I was on campus and it's like I was confused with a lot of things. If I go and study, it's like nothing goes. And the Lord Himself is like I've placed my books more than he himself. So I was just confused. Until I went to a place. We call it we call our place Science Garden in UCC. I went there and I was crying to God. I was just crying. And he gave you a scripture in Psalm. He says that what in his light I will have light. It means as I fellowship with him, that is when I can have illumination about things. And I can tell you, since I I got that revelation, always I just go through the word about sometimes three times or four, like three hours or four hours. Even when we are even in exam season, I can just go to the field and pray for hours. And before that, when I come back, I have to study the word. And the Lord himself sometimes brings my mind. He himself will bring my thoughts to the things that I am supposed to study. So my first year and second year didn't go very well. But my third year, amen. To the glory of God, things went well. Amen. So it means that we need to connect with him constantly. So he says that he will be like a tree planted by the stream, yielding its fruit in season. Amen. Uh, for me personally, I believe that God himself has called us to yield fruit even when we are out of season. Because when, if you read in the New Testament, when he came in, if you read in Mark chapter 11, and he was walking and he saw a fig tree, and he wanted to, what get a fruit, But that time even that fruit, well, the, the fig tree was not in season. So he got angry and he told the, you know, told the fig tree that what you nobody will eat from you again. And when they came back, they noticed that the thing has withered. Amen. When I read that scripture, I was shaking. I said, ish. Uh, Because the Bible says that the part that does not bear fruit, they cut it off. They have to burn all those things. It means that we must really produce fruit. So Jesus even demonstrated that thing. So we must be instant in seasons and what? Out of seasons. You can't give an excuse that you you can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do that. For me growing up, personally, personally, one of the things that I dreaded most is to stand in front of people. Sometimes I wish even I would die. (laughs) (laughs) if i'm called to do that thing amen but because i was able to uh, take a step the bible says that we should walk in the spirit so as the spirit leads, i had to follow and because of that that boldness grew so i can even stand in front of the uh, what they call a lecture or where i have about 400 or 500 when i share the word then people give their life to jesus amen to the glory of god to the glory of god we even go to makola places to just share the word because of that thing that has been placed within us amen so the main thing is that what, for us to be able to even as i mentioned a lot of things for us to be able to bear the fruit it means that we must die to ourselves amen in john chapter 12 verse 24 it says truly i tell you i tell all of you emphatically unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies It remains alone, but if it dies, it produces a lot of grain. Amen. So it means that what? If the grain does not die, sometimes you might feel like dying (laughs) means that okay. The dying that is talking about is not really about you dying, it's about you what? Dying to your own pleasure and yourself and allowing Christ Himself, the Spirit of God Himself to move through you. God Himself does not feel vessels that feel like, Oh, I am okay. You have to what empty yourself of your own self. A lot of us pride ourselves in our knowledge our wisdom and the things that we carry and i can tell you that because of that you yourself god himself cannot what manifest his glory in you that's why john said that what he must what he must increase while i decrease so for you to see the glory of god at work in you it means that first you need what die to your own self your own pleasure forfeit your own things the things that you last after the things that you last after. A lot of you know the things that you are so connected to. And because of that, sometimes because of that, you can't just give yourself fully to God. Some of you feel like, if I put my hand into the thing, God will demand more from me. It means that you are still holding on to self. If you read the subsequent verse, it says that he will lose his life. For my sake, What? will find life. Amen. So if you want to be fruitful, it means that you have to what, lose sight of yourself. And in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it talks about we what? Living as what living sacrifices, amen. Holy, pleasing, and acceptable to God. That is our reasonable form of worship, and that is when you will be able to what know what the good and the acceptable and even the perfect will of God concerning your life. So, if you yourself don't die to your own pleasure, your own self, the things that you magnify yourself about, I can tell you that you can't see the life of Christ manifesting inside of you. Because if you read in Galatians in the in Galatians chapter five verse twenty-two to twenty-five which talks about the fruit of the Spirit in the Amplified Version. It says that by the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which is present within us accomplishes love, joy, gladness, or joy or gladness, peace, patience, and even temper or forbearance, kindness, goodness, or benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, which is meekness or humility, self-control or self-restraint, Continence. Against such, there is no law that can bring a charge. And those who belong to J- Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh, the goodness of the human nature with its passion and appetites and desires. So it says that if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward walking in line, our conduct being controlled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it says that what? Those who walk, those who walk in the Spirit, it means that they have crucified the flesh. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. 20 Paul says that what? I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. So if you want to see that life manifesting in you, you yourself must what? Die daily to your flesh. All the impulse that tells you that, oh, I can't share the word. I can't do this. I can't what? Use my talent to glorify God. You must what? Die to that thing. The Bible says that he has given us what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The life that we carry in Christ is a life beyond our own self. Amen. It says that he has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness through our knowledge of him, and as we acknowledge that good things that he placed in us, if you reach in Philippians chapter 1, is it verse 6 or 5, it says that we'll be able to what? manifest what he has placed within us. So you don't tell yourself that, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, I don't have that thing within me. God himself has placed something special within you. The Bible says that what he has. we, we carry the treasures in hurting vessel, so that the excellency of his spirit will not be of us, but of God. Amen. So we carry that treasure within us as youth. If you read the Bible and you see even those people that God himself used, they were even youth. Josiah and all those people, they were very young people. And God was able to use them mightily for his glory. So we don't give any excuse. The Bible says that we are without excuse. Because we have been given everything. We have been given everything. The only thing is that because we are so lazy, some of us feel like, oh, what I have is not enough. And all. You also sometimes desire the gifts of people. But God Himself has placed something unique within you. And it must manifest in your life. Amen. And it must manifest. If you read in Romans chapter 11, verse 13 to 14, it says that now i'm speaking to you gentiles seeing that i'm the apostle of, to, to the gentiles he says that i magnify my ministry amen he says that he magnify if you look at the word magnify it talks about him giving hannah he also making what that what god has placed within him must what replenish must become so great so he says that what he magnifies ministry and he's someone that i really love if you read in roman acts chapter 20 verse 24 he says that what i don't give value to my life I don't give value to my life. But I just want to finish the work that God himself has what, given to me. He doesn't place any what, anything in his life. For him, he sees the gospel, sharing the gospel as something like a great privilege. So he doesn't want to even apply any charge. And he saw that whatever he has what, belongs to God. And if you read, even if you study the scriptures very much, when he's even in prison, he was even writing letters, he would tell the people that rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. While he was even going through that, it's because of what? His encounter. Because of the revelation he has received in Christ. And because of that, that thing was able to what? Propel him to go beyond his own self. Even though he was having a lot of credentials, you read in Philippians, he could boast about a lot of things. But he what? Because of his knowledge of Christ, he knew that... Mm, I must count all these things as dank, all these things as wordless, compared to that knowledge that is in Christ Jesus. Amen. So it means that we must, what? Die to our own self. We must die to our own interest. If you want to see Christ himself manifesting his glory in us, we must, what? Let go of our own, the things that we have esteemed within us. Because those things will never glorify God. It will never, never glorify God. For me personally, when I was also... I also got connected to a lot of things. People came up with me. Oh, Timothy, let's go and watch this. And I remember the first time I was even exposed to pornography. A friend told me that, oh, there's a nice movie that I should come and watch. And I can tell you that when I opened that door, my mind was always focused on that thing. I would just go to the internet, waste money, to just watch some of these things. And I believe that a lot of the youth, we are also exposed to a lot of things. But I believe that the Lord himself will liberate us. Amen. Amen. It says where the Spirit of God is there is liberty. So even as we speak the word and you accept that thing, it is able to what? Transform you. Amen. So you must die to yourself. The things that are what? Are the works of darkness. The Bible talks about unfruitful works of darkness. We must flee from those things. You must die yourself. You tell yourself that, oh, this thing will never glorify God. Let me cut it. Some of us, we are in a relationship that does not glorify God. But we see it as normal. For me personally... (laughs) getting connected into a relationship my mind was so much he said that, hey, if I go into this maybe I'll just sin against God maybe pleasures and all those things so I remember even as I I told one lady that I was interested in them I remember it was back on campus because we were in a group study I felt that each hey, this lady is nice she's showing <laughs> a lot of affection so I got connected to her <laughs> uh, so I told her that this but I went to the field to pray so while I was praying, the Lord laid upon my heart that I tell her that she should forget what I, you said. <laughs> Amen. Please, following God sometimes, is <laughs> not based on your own convenience and your comfort. Amen. So I had to tell the lady that this is what <laughs> I want to tell you, that you should forget what I said. It, I was very shy, but I cried. But I had to say that thing. Amen. Because I have to let go of myself. I remember even sometimes going to work. I remember when I was working at Adabraka, going to work, the Lord himself laid upon my heart that I should just enter a school to go and preach at Adavraka basic. I said, hey, God. (laughs) You know that I'm running late. I have to go early and show that I'm someone who comes early and all. So I was going, but still, the burden was so great because I prepared myself in the morning. So I had to go to the school. I entered and... I was asked that, where are you coming from? What do you want to do? I said, I'm a servant of God. God asked me to come and preach the word. <laughs> and the, the teacher said, okay, let's let go and speak to the head. So we went there and the head was there. She asked me that, are you from our church Methodist? I said, no, no. I'm just a servant of God, please. <laughs> so when I said that, she said, okay, okay. So they arranged classes and joined them, the, the people together. And I shared the word, they were all there the lord himself touched every heart amen to the glory of god everyone gave their life to christ so they told me that i have to come there so i even went there constantly even when they were having their programs and it has not been only that there has been a lot of experiences there has been a lot of experiences so it means that if i look at my own shyness i look at my own this one if i stand and maybe i say a word and people laugh at me what will happen you know the staff will always be fighting against the spirit amen but you must what? Let go of that thing. You must let go of that thing. And the scripture that I really love in Romans, it says that. So now, th- th- so so now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin and unto death. He says that the law of Moses was able to save the people because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent His own Son in the body, like the body's weakness have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving us a son as a sacrifice for our sins. Amen. He did this so so that the just requirement of the law will be fully satisfied for us, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. Amen. He says we follow the Spirit. We follow the Spirit. So if you want to give yourself fully, it means that you must allow the Spirit himself to live through you. You have to allow the Spirit himself to manifest through you amen and have the spirit express himself through you but a lot of us are so hurting i believe that the lord himself is touching our hearts amen my time is almost up i want us to just reflect amen so he says that what the just requirements so that who do not walk according to our sinful nature but according to what the spirit of god and if you read in the verse what He says that therefore brothers we don't have any obligation to our sinful nature what our sinful nature urges us to do. We don't have any obligation to it. Whatever it tells you, just let go. Say that nah I want to be fruitful for Jesus. So this thing will not work. I will not allow this thing. I will not allow this thing. So if you read in the verse 14, it says that for those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. And if you look at the meaning of their sons, or they are the sons of God and all the children. In the Greek, it talks about eos. It talks about the matured sounds. Amen. So if you are matured, it means that you are able to what? Descend. You are able to, because you have been able to exercise your conscience, you'll be able to know what is right and wrong. So you have to allow the Spirit himself to express himself through you. You need to be led constantly. And I can tell you that through that, the Lord himself will magnify himself in your life. Amen. So, I mean, I want us to just reflect over this. The Lord himself wants us to pray. Amen. He wants us to pray i want us to just ask the lord himself lord what is within me that does not bring glory to you please read me of these things for your Word is where your spirit is there is liberty there is freedom i want to walk in that newness of life i'm so occupied with a lot of things and because of that i'm not fruitful for your service lord read me of myself lord read me of myself lord read me of myself and have your way in me jesus glorify yourself in me I want to live for your glory. I want to make an everlasting impact wherever I step my feet, wherever I go. People will know that mm, truly there is something within this person. There is something unique. And this thing is so wonderful. This thing is so great. So I want you to just pray for yourself. And I want us to also pray for uh, our so, uh, youth. Uh, let's pray. There are so many things that are entangling the youth in these days. Those things are making us unfruitful. The Bible talks about the seed that all on what? The... Pony grounds. Those things choke it. There is a lot of cares for the world. A lot of us want to run after money and other things and because of that, we are not able to give ourselves. I want us to pray that God himself will liberate the youth from these things. That Christ himself will manifest himself into the heart of the youth. Father Carol, liberate our Father Carol, liberate Father, Lord, I glorify your name for your word which has come to us. I know, Lord, that it is not me, Lord, but it is you that they are speaking speaking to your people, Lord, through me. I am just a vessel. Thank you, Lord, for the excellency of your spirit that is at work in me, that was able to bring forth your word. Pray, Lord, that your word will not just fall on any ground, Lord, but to fall on the fertile ground, Lord, that was able to produce fruit, Lord, fruit that would demonstrate Christ, Lord living inside of us lord pray lord that your word will be done in our lives anything lord that is entangling us as you lord and because of that we are not able to manifest that fruitfulness that you have placed within us pray lord that you liberate us from it. jesus have your way glorify yourself in our life and magnify yourself in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen amen